Welcome to Sarah Squared, the podcast for all things marketing, business growth, branding, and social media. Sarah Leisinger is the owner of Who's Lance Digital Media, serving startups and solopreneurs. And Sarah Banowitz owns Banowitz Marketing, a full-service agency located in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Together, they make up Sarah Squared, dedicated to the inspiration, motivation, and education of growing businesses. The podcast starts now. Welcome to the Sarah Squared Welcome Podcast. Welcome back. I am Sarah Banowitz. And I am Sarah Leisinger. Hello, hello. And we have a special guest on today, Krista Thompson. Hello. Krista Thompson with um, the Amish Connection. How are you? I'm doing fantastic other than this crazy wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I about blew away earlier this morning when I came into the building. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I am so, well, we are so glad that you joined us today. You shut down your store to come pod with us. How cool. <laughs> yes. Oh, more than happy to do it. Oh, very cool. So now the question that I always have about the Amish connection, is this stuff legit Amish? <laughs> A question we get all the time. Yes. Everything that we uh, specialize with our, our hardwood custom furniture is all made by Amish builders who are in Indiana and Ohio both. Mm -hmm. We've got large communities of craftsmen who have been doing furniture, building furniture for generations. So they learned it from their father or their, uh, their cousin. There's a lot of combinations of families uh, throughout those areas and they have uh, their own workshops that that they work out of either on their single family farms. Uh, some of them are actually about the size of our store. Mm -hmm. They're they're still very traditional and and even have answering services that will receive information from retailers like myself. So they'll have someone who collects faxes or telephone messages mm -hmm. and then goes and distributes it to the farm. We, wow, that's yeah. so interesting. Wow. we do have some that are more progressive. It just depends on the elders in their communities. Mm -hmm. uh, and they'll actually have phones in their workshops. Some of them even have internet and email. What? <laughs> truly, truly. And I appreciate it. I'm thankful for the leniency that they have given them in terms of their business and knowing what it takes to really do business today. And the urgency of turning around orders means you mm -hmm. have to be able to communicate special needs since everything we do is custom. Mm -hmm. If I see, you know, I've got a customer who has a piece that they really like, but instead of two drawers, they want it to be three or they need it to be an inch shorter or, you know, whatever that, that special need may be. We even do completely from scratch pieces. So if it's uh, measurements and a, a specific design that that individual has, it's a lot easier if we can communicate quickly or if I lose the sale, they lose the sale. Mm -hmm. So I think they've understood that that's the, just the pace of industry now so that they need to, to be on board. Definitely. Awesome. That's really neat. So what, where, did, how did this idea come about? <laughs> so it's not our original idea. Okay. Uh, this is actually a 22 year old business where a gentleman, who had another friend who was traveling somewhere else in the country, saw a retail Amish furniture store. And he said to this gentleman, this is such a great idea. This would sell really well. I don't see these in Iowa. You should, you know, we should do this. It was that kind of a thing. Uh, and they ended up not doing it together, but this other gentleman did start it. And he's had locations in Waterloo and Cedar Falls. And he had a location down uh, in Cedar Rapids as well. Mm -hmm. So he has had multiple locations that um, it really does fit a need for people where you can get custom furniture. You can get good quality because it's all solid wood 
wood. You're not going to find press board or, you know, veneers, different things that would lower the quality. You're, you're talking heavy duty furniture. Uh, and so it went really well, but he is into real estate as well. Mm -hmm. And he eventually didn't want to have a retail store that was so hands-on operationally. So he was getting out of the business. And that was about three and a half years ago. And my husband and he knew each other over the years because they worked together at UPS. Mm -hmm. And so they were chatting about this coming up. And my husband uh, looked at me and said, what do you think? <laughs> this is something new. And I had managed hotels for 15 years. I, I was in the hospitality industry my entire adult life and no customer service. But the retail industry is new, but it's also really exciting and still about providing a quality experience which is the most important thing to me. So we took it on three years ago, almost three years ago. And last year was when I left my career as a manager to take on the store full time. Oh, wow. That is exciting. That's really impressive, actually. Three years in. Yeah. Oh, well, that is super cool. So here's my question is, this is such like a specialized way of creating furniture um, and even doing business. Um, how exactly do you get your name out there? Sure. So right now it has been, we did a commercial. Mm -hmm. uh, so for about three months after we first moved into this area in October, we started a commercial and ran it December, January, and February. We use social media pretty much exclusively outside of that, mm -hmm. that, you know, Facebook, I think is something where so many people are getting their news there anyway, that it seemed like we were able to not only reach individuals, but we could have that conversation. It wasn't like throwing a commercial out there, hoping somebody sees it and then physically responds by coming into the store. We were able to get to the point where people were either commenting on posts that we made or sending us messages directly, you know, private messages where we could communicate with them and answer questions or, you know, provide quotes or exchange images. Sometimes people would find things on the internet and they send us photos and say, hey, do you have something like this? So advertisement on Facebook is really inexpensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so boosting posts that that has worked uh, really well for us in terms of exposure. And we, you know, we, we moved the store recently and that's a huge undertaking in terms of expenses. And we commute from outside the area about 45 minutes. So we're very conscious of, of our budget. And so Facebook is just, it's something where we can be interactive and do it inexpensively. Very cool. Did you have experience in the hotel management um, with social media? Did you have someone running social media in the hotel management? That was all me. Uh, Hilton. So I, I managed a, a Hampton property and Hilton has their own branded sites uh, for every single brand underneath them. But we had our own individual Facebook pages as well. And with my... Uh, PR background. I did a lot of like graphic design things. And so I really enjoy that aspect of it, putting things together, seeing what works. We had, you know, individuals from some of our other properties who would, you know, have things that they wanted to put together and it just kind of fell flat. And so I had the opportunity to work on things like that and, and create flyers and, and Facebook posts and things like that. So it was something that I was doing regularly for the hotel anyway. So you kind of mm -hmm. cut your teeth on social yeah. media marketing with the hotel. <laughs> Very true. What have you seen as a difference in terms of your, what have you seen as a difference in just in general, uh, not even in terms, I was going to say engagement, but it really could be anything. In terms of social media? Yeah. Between the two ty types of businesses. Yeah. So for me, 
it gives me an opportunity with with being in the retail industry there are so many different products there's so much i can share there's so many benefits and options for people to view and it is very visual versus the hotel i had 11 different room types and i had one pool and I had one breakfast area and I had, you know what I mean? It was just, it was a lot more limited in terms of what someone would be buying into. Mm -hmm. So here the, the product was what it was, but with the Amish connection, our furniture is unlimited because you could take one piece of furniture and change the wood. You know, there's, there's Oak, there's Brown maple, there's cherry, there's hickory, there's everything. And you can take each of those woods and do a different stain on all of them. You can change the hardware. You could change the size. You could change the leg. I mean, there's so many different things to be able to share the, those options. It's, it's unlimited. So it sounds like you're having a lot more fun. (laughs) (laughs) The creativity part of it, at least. Yes, absolutely. And I love, I love helping people solve problems. And so I think we've been able to come across some really unique situations where people were struggling for years to find something that fit in terms of size or fit in terms of the function that they needed uh, or fit in terms of the look that they wanted. And we have been able to meet them where their needs are at instead of just what I think looks good or I have on the floor. Mm -hmm. You know, we can work directly with our builders to tweak their designs and help them solve a problem they have. So if I need, uh, we had a customer who needed an entryway bench and she had a very specific style she wanted. And she was very adamant that that's what she was going to get. And everything she found was two inches too long. And in this entryway, people were going to be hitting their knees or it was going to be overhanging, you know, another part of the room. And, and so she came to us on a whim and we were able to do it. No problem. I mean, it wasn't, I get to say yes all the time, which is really exciting. I love being able to say, can you do that? Yes, we can. So, you know, just really being able to, to think outside the box, work with our builders on some of the different things that they've come across and use that to meet the customer's needs is really unexpected for them. And, and I love that. I love seeing people get excited and, you know, just wowed by the fact that they can actually get what they want. Very cool. Yeah, that is really neat. Very cool. Do you have any questions about the way you're doing your marketing or about like maybe you want to pick Sarah's brain or mine about um, kind of how how to market to the your ideal audience? I think for me, sometimes it becomes overwhelming to the consumer how many choices there really are. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's in person and I can kind of have that conversation like we are now, that makes sense. But trying to convey that through social media, I worry that I get really wordy or too descriptive and it, it's not as fun or um, as approachable, I guess. And so being able to round that out, is it best to like I've been lately, I've been using images, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of custom pieces that we've done that, like I said, have solved problems for people. And I think that it's impactful when people can see like, oh, this person had a problem and this was the creative solution. I wouldn't have thought of that. Or, you know, you just end up being stuck. And so those aren't going to come along every day though. Mm -hmm. I'm not always going to have those really good stories to tell. Mm -hmm. So how I really reach out and share the message of things being so custom and available and helpful and resourceful, just kind of trying to figure out the best way to communicate that on a regular basis. 
without overwhelming people without overwhelming them with yeah information <laughs> do you have like an order form of some type not really. I, I, I mean, we use we use QuickBooks in terms of like entering everything. So we do estimates that way. Uh, but from the consumer side, no. Um, so one idea that I would have just off the bat, off the like, for example, with my company, graphic arts is pretty complicated. You, I mean, you it you could do anything and everything, and yet you've got to narrow it down so that it's manageable, or else you can't. So what we've actually created is you can use Google Forms mm-hmm. and uh, create a. In a custom order order form because then you can um, narrow it down to like you could put your stains in there and your furniture type and just keep t- nailing narrowing it down and then it, like at the last piece say any other thing that you want us to mm-hmm. know and we'll be in touch with you type of thing mm-hmm. um, and then I would for your situation I'd probably put on there like this is not this is not you haven't actually made an order this is just a request <laughs> like instead of it being a re- order form sure. like a request form yeah um so that they know that they didn't just like actually purchase something Place an order yeah they didn't yeah. play it was just more of like narrowing down like to help you figure out what mm-hmm. it is that you want type of situation to make it to make it but it's gonna like each person has different learning styles too mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. that might be really good for one personality type but then right. the other was person's gonna, say, gonna want to be on your the phone or yeah. meet with you in person or something well and like if you're talking purely in terms of social media you can take that idea that she just had and flip it a prob- i'm thinking of five ways off the top of my head but um one really strong way would be telling one of those kind of problem solving stories mm-hmm. um in video form and then using that form like the request form as the call to action yeah okay. yes okay. so the request form would be a call to a- yes so it wouldn't that it would be like so when you make a post and mm-hmm. it seems like an overwhelming post at the end you say we clarify this or we make it simple for you here's a link so that they can do so it would be something accessible like on our website or or something yeah Otherwise- so so what you can do to be super simple do you have a, what is it a wordpress website or i don't know but we're having a new one built that's seo does is that correct mm-hmm. so wordpress okay. is gr- really good for search engine opt- so seo is search okay. engine optimization <laughs> i know nothing so wordpress is really good for that so if your web designer said it's really good for seo it probably is it's a WordPress, wordpress website okay you can get a wordpress plugin which is kind of like an app Oh, that best way I can describe it. Okay. You don't use it like an app, but it's like a, you know how like you have your phone and then you have apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. So you have your WordPress platform and okay. then you have um, plugins, okay. which are added little features. And so you can get a plugin for forms. So my favorite is oh. contact form seven. <laughs> so you, so you could create a, a, a little questionnaire form okay. inside your website until that's done right now. You could use Google forms. And do essentially the same thing. It just won't look as nice. It okay. won't be branded to you as well. Sure. So you could set that up this afternoon even. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would use, um, did you say Biddly? Biddy Links? Biddly? How do you mm-hmm. say that? Bitly? Bitly, yes. Yeah. Bitly. <laughs> oh, I know I've seen that on people's social media before. Well, just, I know so I've seen that. that's just um, taking long URLs and modifying it down. So if you use a Google form. Oh, sure. You're going to have a really long, complicated <laughs> URL, and you're not going to want to use that on your social media post. Mm-hmm. So then you take that long, complicated URL and you put it into a bit.ly so that it would be a short link that you could then use every time you make a complicated post where you feel like you, they, you need to have a call to action to get them. And the cool thing about that is it can collect emails and 
phone numbers and mm-hmm. contact information. Right. So, and then you can start collecting those to yeah. start. Do you have an email list? We don't. That's another thing that uh, has been kind of recently buzzing around that I've been hearing. And uh, so I'm considering, you know, something maybe like a quarterly newsletter because uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know what else. Otherwise, if we were doing a sale or something, what I would use an email list for. A quarterly newsletter would be awesome. Yeah. And um, texting mm-hmm. is is working out really well right now, too. Okay. To get same type of thing. It's just short form instead of long form, like an, e- like an email newsletter is. But you could collect all those. So all of a sudden, you're getting... It's a lead generation form in addition to simplifying the process for your customers, which is prob- solving a problem that they have. Hmm. So... Nice. Yeah, yeah I awesome. like that. <laughs> well, hopefully that answered a few of your questions. Do you have any other ones? I, I think they're really specific to what we're currently doing and uh, how we can modify it, make it better. Um, I just created our Pinterest account. Whatever. Yeah, that was exciting. Good job. Yes. I, know, I know, and I'm like, I love Pinterest for myself, and I actually, I actually refer to Pinterest a lot with customers when they're like, "Well, I kind of know what I want, but." it can be hard to visualize a piece in a catalog, let's say that I have from one of my builders uh, in a different stain mm-hmm. or, you know, like th- there's all these variables that, that visually it can be challenging. And so if, if I tell people, if you already have a board on Pinterest of things that you love, things that speak to you, things that you're looking for and haven't been able to find, send me the picture let me go through our builders and I'll match it up with product. That's awesome. Because I can help you to create that vision then. So I use Pinterest all the time in reference. And I was like, how what, How can I use this after hearing a lot of uh, the different things that you've been talking about, Sarah? And I'm like, okay, we just need, to, just need to start it, get going and see what happens. I'm running into challenges of Pinterest not wanting to upload images for me. And it'll just keep telling me, oops, something went wrong. <laughs> so. I don't know that's something you can solve during yeah, a conversation. Yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the easiest way to upload pins on Pinterest is make sure that the ratio that the pins are in are correct. So like there is a, um, the size, the size needs to be correct on them. Okay. So I can show you how to size okay. those. Yeah. <laughs> because I've got JPEGs from all of our build, most of our builders. Yep. And you just have to put them into the right size from what because like you either have to upload it in a perfect square or i believe it's like a four by one rectangle oh yeah so haven't even considered that good to know um so yeah it's it's something pick picky but it goes with it um pinterest is really really interested in having only native content on their platform okay so okay another platform actually that i have a question about is utilizing LinkedIn because I feel like that's such an individual like platform. How do you transition that for your business? I don't really know how to use it. I'm on it. I read posts on it, but I don't really know how to apply it for myself. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I would really focus on Pinterest because of your target audience. You're not business to business and LinkedIn would be better for business to business. In the future. Yes. Yeah. Like you're bored and you want, you know, you've already nailed everything else. Yeah. Okay. Pinterest is really, I would focus there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't stress yourself out, stress yourself out. I was about to ask you if you sold to office buildings because I was like well well we would like to bid 
on different things. Like we've we've done bids to golf courses for outdoor furniture. I would like to get more involved in okay. the corporate side of things, but right now that's not in. Yeah, so if you don't, that's where you do okay. want yeah. to be. Okay, if you don't good. have the processes to meet the demand because of the reach and the way LinkedIn works, they okay. have phenomenal organic reach, but you'll lose trust with your customer if you okay. don't have the processes Great. to meet the demand. Don't want to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. So Krista, how does, how does everyone find you? So we are, if you know, off of Collins Road where Michael's is at, most people, that's the familiar location, or the Collins Square uh, movie theater. We are... The Collins Road movie Or theater. Collins Road, yes. Sorry. I know Bruce. And I'm like, Sarah? <laughs> Collins Road, yes. Um, the address is actually a Twix Town Road address, but it seems like that can be kind of confusing to people. The shopping plaza has a party city right in the corner near us. We're, we're in between uh, law and Massage MB is where our physical location is at. They are in the old Lemstone building for anyone who remembers yes. Lemstone. Yes. yes. And right now our sign is still being built. So hopefully that in the coming weeks that'll be uh, installed. Perfect. <laughs> and what are your hours actually? Sure. We are open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Just only closed on Sundays. And where do people find you online? It's www.theamishconnection.com. Perfect. And Facebook? To tell you what the... It, I'm not it's really... probably sh- at... I would imagine Amish Connection. It might be Amish Connection IA or Amish Connection Iowa because there are other Amish Connections in the country. It's not a, a chain, okay. but there are others. That's good to know. Yeah. So Perfect. awesome. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Yes, thanks Chris. for having joining us today. It's so much fun. And uh, for everyone interested in, you should you should like and subscribe to the Sarah Squared podcast. Yep. Come on. Join the fun. Along with liking the Amish Connection Facebook page. Absolutely. Right? Please. And finding, uh, is your new pinterest account set it is set it's very minimal because of my issues well, of size we, you need to go and, <laughs> go and follow us we'll that. add yeah, yeah you need to book an appointment come on <laughs> that consultation that you've been wanting to book there you go. <laughs> and we will see you next time thanks for tuning in bye bye